Can you do the homework? Okay, bookie. Nah, you did it. You did it. Really? Okay, so um, we're going to be speaking about the house of man. You know, how this started. Um, the house system began during the Renaissance times, I believe. Uh, the house system. Um, first of all, I need you to know that revival, revival is more new to the church than to the world. Okay? The world is used to revival. They just don't call it revival. They give it different names like revolution, uh, renaissance, uprising, yeah, riots. These are words for revival. But the world does not understand the term revival. So it's perceived as something else. Uh, the riots in Brixton. Uh, we can talk about this ground called Brixton for so long. Uh, there's always been a riot there. there. How many riots has Brixton had? Maybe three, four riots. There's a spirit over that town that is so strong that whenever the Lord wants to send his spirit to dethrone that spirit, there's never a man. So what happens is when the spirit of God goes into a place in order to cause a revival, if there isn't a person there for God to use, it turns out to look like riot. Mm -hmm. Johnson, it, it turns out to look like riot. It looks like, okay, this is now fight, but you don't understand. It's a struggle against something. Mm -hmm. There's something that they're, they're struggling with, they're contending with, but there's no man to give a word. You know that when you, if you catch anywhere you see the spirit without a word, it looks very terrible. Mm -hmm. The word is what gives the spirit direction. Mm -hmm. The word is what makes the spirit identifiable. Because it says in the beginning was the word, and then the word became flesh, right? What we identify with in this earth is man, flesh. So if there's no word, when you catch the, any way the spirit is moving, it looks, it looks like a disaster. It looks, it looks scary. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, of course, uh, some of you may have had a sneak peek into Revelation and seen the kind of spirits that are in front of the throne of God. How many of you would still walk down the street to your house at midnight if you saw the, the beast that had eyes all over his body? You wouldn't, would you? But it's from God's throne. <laughs> Do you understand? It's from God's throne. But unless these things, unless these spirits have a word behind them, they remain very detached from our realm. Very detached from our realm. Uh, okay, so speaking about Renaissance, can someone tell me about Renaissance? Speak to me about Renaissance now, guys. Let this thing out first. Laura. Um, it was a time that was formed after the Black Death plague, which wiped out the majority of the body of human, 
they were able to buy into stuff that interesting very interesting i love that which which renaissance is that which revival is that which country i think it's italy is that italian okay go ahead goodness um they started kind of like with a change of mindset so in the middle ages people um thought life was going to be after like a war and stuff just going to be full of hard work and war mm. but then the italians were kind of fed up with this kind of way and they they started to change the way they thought and how they thought about life and then they started to research about um the ancient greeks and saw that their civilization was different yeah and then they were like okay so why not like this? And then it changed us. It changed their mindset and then it changed their life. Okay. Okay. So a period of struggle, they have were fed up, etc. etc. And it led them into something else, right? Anybody else? Yeah. Uh, so the the Renaissance started from the 14th century to the 17th century. Are you reading from Wikipedia? No, I'm reading from my Okay. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so basically, the reason they call it like a revival is because like everything was kind of dead. People weren't creating anything anymore. So they had a lot of um, invention and new discovery mm. during the Renaissance. Like, for example, um, the. Sorry. Yeah, so for example, the mechanical clock, the printing press, um, the microscope and the telescope, like there were a bunch of discoveries, yeah. so it was really new for them. Okay, okay, interesting. Uh, uh, can someone name me a house that existed in during the Renaissance period? Uh, just, okay, you raise your hand. You, you still go to school, right? Okay, so you raise your hand and then you're asked. Okay. Gifty Louise, the Vange. The house of Givenchy. The house of Givenchy. Okay, interesting. Anybody else want to give me a house? Lola. House of St. The house of St. Really? What did they do? Um, they created one of the um, most courts, one of the most powerful courts in Europe. Courts. Um, Interesting. Anybody else? Uh, bookie. Um, the house of Bernolini. The house of Bernolini. Yeah, they like were some of the discoveries of mathematics. Really? Why, well, Hannah? Why are you smiling so hard? Is that your house? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You were gonna say that, okay, Hannah? And don't say the same one. Aye. <laughs> uh, Amelia. The house of Bon The house of Bon Signores. Bon Go on, tell me about them. So they're the ones who like um, headed banking before the Med. I think it's the Med. Before Medici. Okay, so that house also did banking. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Um, Daniela. The <laughs> Medici. Huh? The I can't hear you. The Medici house. The Medici house. And what did they do? And they were. 
Yeah. 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 You didn't do your homework. I did, sir. No, you didn't. So why don't you have a house and what the house did? Okay, so who who's new to me kind of thing? Just so that it doesn't get awkward for you because it's I'm going to do a lot of things like this. Ben, you're, ben you, but you're warming into me though, isn't it? Yeah. Who else? Who's new? Who's new? Because, uh, come on, Riley. Oh, I'm new No, yeah. How many times have I slapped your head? You know, <laughs> you know me very well. All right. Um, Daniela, I'm going to come back to you. You have to redeem yourself. Yeah, no, not you. No, you, you know a lot already. Phaedra. The Orsini family. The Orsini family. Okay, talk to me. So I picked them because they were considered one of the most influential families okay. um, during the Renaissance. Um, so their family included three popes. Wow. Um, and the rest of their family were pretty much leaders of churches, okay. political leaders, political okay. figures, figures. They were all so they were like a, a house of influence. <laughs> Interesting. So any, any scope of influence, that's where they'd be going, yeah. right? Okay. Um, Evange Gifty. Je ne comprends pas. Espresso. What did you say? I just heard espresso. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So music producers, right? So that's where music producer house came from. Interesting. Okay. Anyone else? Yes, sir. Min oh. The Borgia family. The Borgia family. Um they existed um during the Renaissance of the church. Um, their patron Rodrigo Borgia was a Pope, um, Pope Alexander VI. Okay. Um, he had two children. Um, the most known of them is Cesare Borgia, right. who started off as a cardinal in the church due to his father and then became one of the greatest military leaders. Okay, so another house of influence. Yeah. People. And then what he was known for the most was trying to unite the warring families of Italy to make them come under the church. Okay, interesting. Goodness. Um, the Fenton family, where they were basically key players of economic growth and expansion of the North Italian railway. Interesting. An industrial family. An industrial family. Okay. Anais. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That basically, during the Renaissance, yes. like it was all about family. Yes. Individual, Definitely. Individual yeah. So I wanted to speak about the Strozis. Yeah. And they were there before the Medicis. Okay. Okay. And they went to banking, and then they went into politics. And during the Renaissance, it was all about power. Yeah. So all the family were fighting against each other. Definitely. Yeah. So um, at some some point, basically, the Medicis overpowered the Strozis. Mm. Therefore, they um, married between the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. You see, that's why I didn't go to because you know a lot of things. Um, 
pastor. I'm just going to add to what Annalise said that yeah. in the Renaissance period, there was so much about power that it impacted the fashion industry that their dressing and their clothing was Wow. Show how powerful. Oh, interesting. Okay, that thing like they used to wear around. They started putting on dogs afterwards, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know why. But... <laughs> exactly. Imagine. Uh, anybody else? Any more families, houses, industry? Mike, pastor. Quick idea. I started my homework this morning. Oh wow. This so I've got one family, the Grimaldis. Okay, so. so I think um, during the Renaissance period there was Roman rule. So one of the members of the um, Grimaldis uh, um, was part of that. So it was a consul, which was one of the highest yeah. uh, positions. Yeah. So yeah. They, they went on to take over places and they ruled over Monaco. Interesting. Wow. A takeover family. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Okay, anyone else? Nena. Um, the house of Manatesta. Um, in other words, they were basically a family built of blood. So they um, they were prominent from the 14th to the 15th century, mainly because their founder um, slaughtered the chief of members of the rival, I think you call it Kibelian family. Mm -hmm. So they became the leader of the Guelphs in Romanga and they earned rulership of many of the cities. Okay. Um, did they, what, were, what did they do? What were they into? You said blood, so was it that they're just known for killing? Okay, so so that's like East Side family, like people. Yeah, okay, so we found PK's family. At least we now finally found PK's family. Uh huh. Um, Minister Phaedra. Um, the Colonna family. Colonna family. Yes, so they were known as powerful. Okay. Just to add on power. Yes. So a family in yeah. the place of power. So, yeah, so they were um, a family that um, were deemed as someone that supplied many leaders. Right. Um, and they often fought with other families over influence. Um, they actually yeah. fought with the Orsini family. Yeah, someone just mentioned that family, right? Yeah. So we so found their rival. The Interesting. When you say they supplied other families, what did they supply them with? What does that mean? Oh, that... They, they, they supplied many leaders, sorry. So they used to supply leaders. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I hope you guys know where this family thing is going, though. Yeah? So that house then was a supplier of leaders. Mm -hmm. And these leaders would then go into other families and teach them how to walk, how to fight. Huh. What what a house. Colonna family. Okay. Anybody else with a family, a house? Yeah. Oh, man. It's only you. you really study. You're very strong. Is it? I trust Boss Sandra. She will have like a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, um, I'm at you. The house of Hashberg. House of Hashberg. Yeah, Hashberg. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> in Austria and Spain, yeah. controlled territories that include the Americas, the East Indies, the low countries and territories now in France, Germany in Europe, and the Portuguese in Paris. So they're like a power 
yeah. families. So they all just countries. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's a border. Yes, ma'am. What happened to those families now? I will soon get there. So that's where you get aristocrat. So you meet a young man now who he's from that family. Obviously now he'll be wearing ripped jeans and t-shirt, but if you trace his bloodline, he'll tell you that, hey, we were the ones that used to supply leaders. And then you start seeing it in their blood as well. You see how they behave, sure. No, 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 no. Oh, question. Okay, go ahead. This is not a question. This is, this is a this is a theory. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> so based on what Pastor Maya said, like the question she asked, I wanted to ask another question. Okay, go ahead. So basically, um, obviously, this still exists today. What happened to them? What happened to them? Are you asking me? Because I believe you actually know. <laughs> Are you seriously asking? Yeah. Okay. Because this is like the power almost diluted that still representing the house. Mm, 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 the, power mm. the power didn't dilute. We're going to get into, I think maybe week two, we'll speak about systems. And we, when we get into systems, you start seeing how they cleverly started to portray their power <laughs> in today. Because if they still showed their power as people, it would look like dictatorship, slavery. It would look very wrong yeah. and immoral. So we begin to speak about systems, how men began to create systems. Yeah, goodness. Um, I wanted to just add what Annie said, like, you know, about like the power dynamic. Mm -hmm. Did it just kind of become less visible? Because exactly. If she was saying about her house of Kibiki, yeah. and I think people are paying thousands for them, <laughs> they still have that power over them. Yeah. So, wear what they're wearing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Again, um, week two will be about systems. Um, when we begin to speak about systems, then you will see that the role of Givinci is to is to be seen as often as possible. So, yeah, they may start off with fashion, but they'll get into perfume, they'll get into many things, because uh, it's with, when we get into systems, I'll, I'll explain to you where, where I'm trying to get to with that. You see, a man cannot exist in flesh form for a long time. So, man knowing that, and I don't want to get into this, you guys are going to draw me into this now. Uh, <laughs> Man knowing that God had put a curse on this body, because he still got the mind of God, he began to look for other forms to exist after this one goes. Yeah? So, yeah, House of, House of Medici is what they will now look for is, okay, right, I can't exist anymore, but I need to find a building, a system, a bank, or, you understand? So the Javiji then, they're just creating new things to make sure that that name don't run out. So when they stop creating is when the name disappears. You have, they always have to find a fleshly form to exist in the world because everything will always have an expiry date. Yeah. First, your body. So if your body is the only thing you've been investing in, you know, when it gets to 80 and it's about to expire, then when it's gone, it's gone. Let me tell you something about death. When you go, nobody, 
will cry. Maybe day one. Someone like me won't cry for you. But, yeah, maybe some people may cry day one, but I promise you, it doesn't matter how powerful you are, on day three, the person's eating breakfast, they're in breakfast club, they're enjoying pancake, and they may think of you, ah, man, that is such a good guy. And they start cutting the sausage again. It's just, it's just normal. Do you understand? Listen, all of you that start crying, oh, my granddad died. Just don't be silly. Come on. Yeah? What was he meant to do? (laughs) What was he meant to do? He's of the age where his body should expire, right? And if he has created something else, maybe you can now see your granddad in your dad. Then you have someone, something else to look at, right? Or maybe he even left a business. Then it's even more for you to say, ah, oh, this is granddad, you get. But if it's like, oh, granddad, stay in this body forever. It's not going to happen. So you're going to still wake up two weeks later and you're going to eat nice breakfast. Granddad is buried. Granddad is buried. I think it was, who was it that came to me about some? It was Nana, right? You. Nana came to me and said, hey, I got to go back to Ghana and meet my grandma. Uh, was that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to go back to um, Ghana and meet my grandma. And he said it at a time where it was wrong because I was hungry. And I was <laughs> I was hungry. I wanted something to eat. And I was going to send him to get me food to eat. But you're talking to me about your grandma. So I said to him, listen, my guy, I'm still here with you on this earth. Yeah? Grandma is about to go. So... Invest in me. Forget about grandma. Invest in me. Leave grandma. Grandma's fine. Grandma's, these are just truths. Just, you know I'm talking the truth. Yeah, when he heard it, he then thought, oh, my days, how can this guy say such a thing? But when he's gone back to his room, he thought, this, that's true, though. Hmm? So you guys are pulling me into the system side. Well, let's get back to family. House family. <laughs> So in nation building, right? It used to be Pastor Sandra that was like this. So now she seems calmer. I don't know why she seems calmer. Now is this God has sent another phone? (laughs) Yes, my God. Remember when you spoke about um, founding fathers? Yeah. The ground has to be like like the ground festival. Yeah. Black people, black people. Right. Yeah. And when we go higher, it's going to be European people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering, during my research, I didn't find any black families, black household. Definitely not. Definitely not. The reason why it's not that they didn't exist. The reason why is because what you what you've been educated on is the history of Europe okay so it's very normal and right that you should know about European families okay but if you were to go back to Africa because we haven't yet put our history into text form yeah so those of you who were privileged enough to sit down with grandma and grandpa in Africa and say hey or in Jamaica and say hey who were these people? Mm-hmm. You would have gotten to know about the houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And maybe you would have been, if you were patient enough to try and figure out what they did, then you would know, okay, this is what this house did. This is the reason why, let me just say this, this is the reason why I like African family names. Yeah. Because when those men 
were living, because they couldn't put their history down in text, they named themselves after the things they did. Yeah. So when you look at the surnames of some people and it says a certain thing, you can tell where they've come from. Do you get what I'm saying? You can tell where they've come from. Um, like those of you who, um, I don't know about other African fam, um, countries, but I know in my culture in Nigeria, and you begin to see uh, someone with a name that, maybe let me translate a name saying, son of a king. And if you check them, you will see that they're a royal people. So it's always that they've been in the place of the throne. Do you understand? Yeah, maybe the, the throne is not as relevant as the queen's throne, but regardless. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, uh, my name, for example, means a son of power. So when I when I trace this back, you see, okay, positions of influence in the community. Do you understand? So you you can tell from their names, but they haven't put it down in text. I don't, you know, um, that would be left to us now as the new houses that are coming from the church. Yeah, not from culture of black, white, or Indian. Um, but the new houses that are being birthed out of the church. Okay? Uh, yes. Daniela, were you going to ask a question? Yeah. Were you about to ask a question? Okay. Anyone else houses? Before we move on. Hmm? Um, Ladipo. One thing that stood out for me was that a lot of the houses had like the creator that they sponsored. And most of the time, those creators tend to have political positions. Interesting. The guy that I looked at was um, Telusio Saluti, and he was he was the permanent secretary of state in mm-hmm. Florence mm-hmm. in the generation before the rest of the Medici family. Okay, so Posaladi says that one of the things he noticed is that these houses would always usually go into the house of creatives and sponsor someone from the house of creatives. Okay, so he's now getting it again into how houses work. Uh-huh. So he's woken you up now. And again, again to how houses work and how to be united in your houses. So let's just say someone comes from a house of finance, uh, like a Medici family. One of the sons there with his wealth will go into the creative house and just sponsor someone to say, hey, we're going to build the maddest statue of David now. I want you to do it. And you put your name on it. Don't talk about me. You put your name on it, but that's what we're going to do. Huh? Sean, are you sleeping? Yes. Yeah, you're listening. Okay, okay. Yes, Lynn Maria. I just wanted to add to what Pastor Nadi said. The Medici, they weren't the <laughs> most powerful people, but they were modernizers. So because of the people wow. they spoke to, they would now get people like Leonardo da Vinci into other houses. I see. So, yeah, and that's how it spread out, and that's how they could do so much research on Greece and the philosophers, etc. I see. I love that because you would then begin to learn that in the house of finance, there are three, two or three types of finances. Mobilizers are a brand of finances. Yeah, they just know where money is. Do you understand? It's not that they've made it from their hand, but they just know where it is. Yeah, Medici were like that. Um, they made their wealth from knowing that the, the Catholic Church at the time collects a lot of money in tithe and offering. Mm. So they smartly said, 
why don't you use our bank account to collect tithe and offering? Mm. Imagine your account is the account that the Catholic Church in the whole world mm. puts all their money into to do tithe and offering. So what happened was the interest rate of the money moving up and down at the end of the year is what made them trillionaires, billionaires and trillionaires. That's all. They, they didn't have money of their own, really, to start with. Ben, you got something for me? <laughs> ben studied, go on, Ben, tell us what you studied, though. Um, I studied at a university in Belfast, mm-hmm. and it's called Finance and Investment Management. Fantastic. So Ben is 19, and he's studying in the University of Belfast, and he studies finance and investment management. And investment management. Okay, perfect. Okay, go on. Okay, so going back to what um, Pastor Lighty said, <laughs> to the Gucci family, yeah. they will fuel their finances into creative such as yeah. the Da Vinci yeah. and mm. um, Another way of why they were trying to do it was to communicate what's, what was happening currently. So when we speak about secularism, they would, through arts, they would communicate man no longer man coming away from the church but rather man can be perfected without God. So mm. when you look mm. at mm. portraits, self-portraits, mm. you look at statues was basically saying let's celebrate man and knowledge and power and love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we will get into that and how um you see when how you can tell the spirit of revival is that God in his infinite wisdom will still give the word through what these people do. So in that place of the Renaissance, the Medici were just obsessed with trying to preach to people on how much potential man has. So they will finance people to make an artwork to say, look how powerful man can be. If you, do you understand what I'm saying? So somehow, because there was no preacher, God would just find a way to use these men to give a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah? So, so people can be laughing at Kanye West's thing. Yes, there's no spirit in that thing. But it's, a, it's kind of messaging the church saying, you guys are losing something. Yeah. Some, you guys are losing a, a set and a crowd. Look, look, look at what's going on. Someone from the world has started a church. <laughs> so wake up. That should make... A, a minister or a priest say, what's going on? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, I know it's spooky and it's not, there's no spirit there, let me tell you straight, there's no spirit there, man. But it's a message to the church. Do you understand? God's message to the church, I would say it is a message. Anybody else? Yeah? <laughs> And then the first, and then I'll come to um, Pastor. Um, especially at the fact that they were actually, in other words, nobodies, people that came out of nowhere and just raised the power. Um, and going on to what Daddy said about going into that politics and government, one of their family members was actually <coughs> Florence's governing Signoria, which allowed them to have influence. So, like, those kind of people in the Signoria would be secluded from others because it would almost be like they don't want them to be contaminated by the rest of the people. Mm, mm, so mm. from there, that's how they got their influence. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. 
copyright. <laughs> tell, tell him it's uh, different brands of blood. <laughs> um, Pastor Niniola. I just wanted to clarify, you said something earlier about the two types of friends. Sorry, mother. And let him know, Pastor, that they know. Because they were they were told. They're gone. There are two types of finances. One is a mobilized house, the second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, you guys are gonna just do week one, two, three, four in one day. Yes, now. Nah, just for your notes. Mm. It's fine. Let, let your notes be incomplete. It's fine. Okay, let's get to the next question. Now, if you now were to have a house, what would it do? What would it be? If there's someone who has thought that far in the homework, what would your house be about? Uh, Pastor Tanisha. Um, I thought house was creative and order. Okay. So like the league has to be different house, the way that kings and queens and princes come to us for our house family. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Awesome. House of creatives and order. Um, Pastor Marion. Quite similar to um, um Pastor Stephen. We said like the house of like media entertainment. House of media and entertainment. So, Knew that we need to bring all these families together. Right. And basically help them connect. So kind of mobilizing. Yes. House of Media and Mobilization. I love that. I love that. Um, Pastor Sandra. Um, like what Pastor Tanisha said, but more craftsmanship and communicating messages. Okay. Interesting. So how, how would you turn that house? House of Creatives and what? And craftsmanship. Wow. Anyone else? Lauren? Um, so in, I come from a house of um, artists and um, tailors. Houses, artists and tailors. I feel like I'd be somebody that would come in and create for anything. Yeah, so explain that house though. House of um, artists and tailors. Explain it a little bit more. Okay, so probably um, like the. Geometries or um, like the um, okay, yeah. But yeah, so like um, somebody would come and paint still like um, black drawing or somebody who would probably create like they didn't have suits back then, so somebody would look at tech. I see, okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, Bookie, um, very similar to yeah. Um, but it will be more for makers and innovators. So we make things happen. So a lot of people have ideas or have the they, willingness to do stuff, but they just don't know how. So Interesting. They come to us, we make it happen. So, house of startups and what? Um, just house of startups. Innovators. So. House of startups and innovators. I like that. Okay. Um, Pastor Mike. Mike. So, yes, sir. Um, my house would be the house of technology and business influence. Interesting. So, in the world today, nations struggle with their economy, and technology and business are the main drivers of improving the nation's economy. So, just mm. people as a family to go into nations and have improve their economy. And the same with the Medici family to take a percentage, we'll have a percentage of each their economy. Mm. 
I love that. <laughs> he already has a business plan ready. But and he just did a, he did the homework this morning, but business plan is ready. You just you know you know the kind of person you're dealing with already when you speak with Michael. Okay, who did I miss out? Uh, I'll get to the pastors. Um yes, Pastor Seth. My house would be the house of service. I'm mostly interesting. I'm into PR. Yes. Serving people, serving is to help someone do something right. they can't do at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The house of service, the house of services, house of services. <laughs> Amelia. Uh, so my house would be like the house of educators, and, like you yeah. in charge of going around and then you know like making sure that all of the children of like younger houses, yeah. like they understand and they grow in knowledge and house of academics and education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Um, I say the house of administration and translation. Interesting. <laughs> Your house is needed. <laughs> Your house is needed. Go on. House of administration and translation. Does that include roadman language as well to English? <laughs> no? So you guys haven't reached that level. Okay, go on. So, for example, someone had a business or anything just come in and create such an order and put it into words. Very perfect. Very perfect. Anybody else? I'll take two more people and then move on. Um, Yes, Ephraim. Uh, I would say in terms of farming. So far, like, and I come from a family of farm, that's how I'm kind of make most of the money. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so I think I'm going to that. Agriculture. Agriculture. House of Agriculture. Interesting, very interesting. Okay, last person. Uh, well, her hand's not up. Gifty, I know you got something. Let me go for Sam. Uh, I think mine would be like house, house of re- research, so similar. To- a house of research, yeah. you're, you're needed. Yeah. You're needed. Yeah. Always trying to, like, not learn just to learn, but always trying to find new things. And if, you're, and if you are wise in this class and you had a notebook or pen, you'll be looking at the people who are saying things that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah because you start writing them down, their name down and saying, okay, so that's the house of research. Whenever I want to start something and I'm lazy to research, this the people, let me find him. Hey, guy, where are you and your children? Come, I need to start this thing and I need information. I need information. If you are wise, that's what you'd be doing. You're saying, hey, okay, Sam, Sam, research. Um, you're saying Lauren, house of Taylor, Pastor uh, Tanisha, House of Creative and Order. You know, you'll be writing it down because, again, remember, unity has to be, uh, it has, there's, there's thoughts behind it. Yeah. There's thoughts behind it. Um, you can be united with somebody that you don't need to partner with now. You, I'm not saying unity and partnership are two different things, by the way. So I'm saying you can be united with someone that you don't need to partner with now. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So you're looking at what everybody's saying and saying, huh, oh, this is the person. This is, this is, this is, this is, yeah? Tofumi, go on. So yeah, house of infrastructure and design. House of infrastructure and design. What does that mean? Um, mainly it's sort of building, I guess building environment for the city. Interesting. Yeah. 
building cities, empires, estates. Okay, cities, empires, estates, right? Or vice versa. Now, if we scale it down to just a house, could you do that? Uh-huh. So, again, these are needed people. Anyone else? Last person, last, last, last person. Ah, Leah. <laughs> Go on. Um, house of a form. So to have a place in the law that you're able to make, have influence on decisions, to have power over the laws that are brought up. House of reform, very needed. House of reform, you must have at least one member of house of reform in your trap house. At least one member. Um, because you don't want your trap house to be chaotic, right? The people who are in the house of reform, they know how to communicate laws. So what do I mean by that? You know, sometimes you just think shouting at someone will produce the best result. Mm -hmm. Not everybody reacts well to being shouted at. And even me who shouts, like, I know, you know. There are people that work well with praise, depending on the beast. Mm -hmm. And I was teaching the guys at Energy Works, I was telling them that no matter if a person is a lion, it's still a cat. So despite how loud his voice is, he still purrs. So you got to praise them. Lion don't work well by being told off. He's just gonna shout back and roar back, whether physically or in his heart, he's just gonna roar back at you. So there's people that, as bad and terrible as they are, you're just prisoner, you know what, you're just awesome. You're so awesome that you should come to leadership class today. <laughs> you know? People like Pastor Kevin, there's no shouting that works with them. And my conversation with Kevin is, wow, you are right. You are right. In fact, you're so right that you should be at leadership class today. And he said, hmm, so you know what? Because you said that, I'm going to be there. <laughs> that's, that's Pastor Kevin. That's PK, right? So you, you begin to take your time to learn. Those who are in the house of reform, they know how to speak to people in order to communicate laws, right? <laughs> so you're not, you're not a slave driver. You understand that your home and your life and your whole, your life and your environment and your home is an ark filled with different kind of people, different kind of beasts inside, different kind of beasts. But you know you have to tame every single one of them, yeah? You know your work is to tame. How do I tame the lion and then tame the monkey? Because the monkey is filled with mischief. That is its nature. That is nature. It, if it doesn't misbehave, it's not a monkey. It's just that you want it to misbehave when it's time to. Does that make sense? <laughs> so you know there's people, you, and I don't want to start naming names because it's on SoundCloud, right? But there's people that you just know, this guy is just mischievous and he will never change. That's his nature. He's looking at gifted ways. <laughs> you just know that's the nature, but hey, they, they can misbehave however they want to, but when it's time for order, let there be order. And then that's how you move with those people. Everybody's got the, their inner man. Yes, my. Will your house be called sir? My house? No, uh, no we're dealing with you guys. <laughs> we're dealing with you guys. I'll, 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 
I will go into that later on. Just two more people on their houses, please. Two more. Anybody else? Gifty, go on. Back then, they used to wear like a lot of wigs. Okay. Yes, they did actually in the restaurant. They wore a lot of wigs. Yeah. Men and, yeah, they did. So, yeah, house to provide much wigs. Really? Yeah. My goodness. House of wigs. No, of course. So, that's hair and beauty, basically. Interesting. You see, because you don't greet me every time, I keep on forgetting your name. Zoe. What's your name? Zoe. Zoe. Okay, go on, Zoe. Tell me. My house would be a house of. Uh, like city and village planning, maybe like this. Like city and village planning. Okay, so did you hear? Did you hear about your bloodline? Your bloodline just spoke like five minutes ago. Did you Did you take their name down? Yeah. So you know them, right? Do you know them very well? Okay, so that's good. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Um, again, I think week three, week four, we'll get into. Um, the details of those things because again I'm trying to translate this to where stagnation is now mm. yeah so that you understand when you're hearing the word you understand what the word is leading you to do it's very important to be able to hear the word and be able to know how to translate that word to your your situation if not it's just a hearing of revelation and you just go home and all you've got is packed revelation in your head do you get yeah. So, um, a famous philosopher or poet. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this side is hot. Jesus. <laughs> this side is hot. Okay, I'll start with Nena. Nena, go on. Um, my mom was running this contest, and um, he was a mathematician, scientist, and philosopher. He's called the father of modern philosophy, and he's the one that um, he created the expression. Um, Thank you. Je pense dans je suis, which is I think. Oui, 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 oui. I think, therefore, I am. Thank you for going into his expression because that's really what I want as well. Um, the reason why we're doing the famous philosophers is those were the pastors of that re uh, renaissance, right? So they were the ones that were given the word. They were the pastors of that revival. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, Pastor Sandra. Um, Niccolo Machiavelli. Uh -huh. Machiavelli, uh-huh. <laughs> Phrase expression. He literally disregarded classical education. He basically thought you cannot lead a nation by going to school. Oh wow! But you must study the past to be able to know how to basically lead a city or build a city. Interesting. So okay, very interesting guy. Um, anyone else? Phaedra, Minister Phaedra. Leading on to um, what Pastor said. Machiavelli. Um, he also talked basically about power. Pastor Machiavelli, right? Yes. So he wrote a book called The Prince. My favorite book. Basically, um, explained you know what made an effective leader, what it took, what leaders do. There was a time, amazing, there was a time where I made it compulsory for most of my boys to read The Prince. There was a time where I made it compulsory. Um, blah, 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 Hannah. Um, this is a famous poet, English poet called John Norton, and his 
a famous poem called Paradise Lost, and it's like a biblical poem that retells the story of Genesis. Okay. And people that all organised religion sports block people's access to you. Um, Say that again. No, say what he just his expression, his famous expression as well. All organized religions block people's access to true spiritual spiritual spirituality. Okay. Awesome. To add to that, because that's the person was ordained, he was actually ordained as a priest, even though he didn't want it. Um, and he lived in poverty, but surrounded himself with all the wealthy people. So it was a spark man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a king that actually ordered, so he didn't have a choice in becoming a priest. Becoming a priest. That's just a spark guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. That's a spark guy. Okay. You can, so now, are you seeing why we are what we are? Yeah. Right? We sound a lot like these Renaissance yeah. people, didn't it? Okay, so that you understand that what we're doing is not church. Because church never understands when God wants to revive a world. The church just never gets it. They always miss it. And God will always have to give it to the world to start something new. Uh, but we're, 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 we're pleased that we are the ones that have been picked now. We are the ones that have been picked now from the church to start something new. That's very perfect. Um, Anais, Pastor Anais, go on. Uh, so I just wanted to talk, uh, to talk about the movement. Uh, yes. Which was the humanism. Humanism. Humanism movement. Go on, talk to us. And basically... The Who's the poet behind that? There's got to be a poet. We're speaking about famous poets and philosophers and expressions. Oh, mm -hmm. Or is this your own theory on? No, 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 no. You've reached that level. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, the idea, like slightly like with was vaccination, which is like basically God gave us power to do what we have, like power to do. And that um, they should invest more into themselves. Yes. So looking at God basically and say, oh, God will do it with Yes. And they have to look into themselves, to our resources. Mm. But we have to be about that time. Yes. Further about yes. what was done before. Yes. The church has so much power. Yeah. The humanism philosophy is, is twisted, although it does have some truths. Mm -hmm which is that it tells man to look inside himself, but it's really that you're looking to God because God should be inside you. But then they still reject that there's God. They're just focusing on the man part, the man part, the man part, the man part. I'll get to you, goodness, most definitely. I'll get to you, Maria, most definitely. But I want to hear from Amelia. Just adding on from what you were just saying, hmm. one of like the person who I researched was Galileo. Galileo? Yes. Yeah. And one of the quotes he said is, you cannot teach a man anything, you can only help him find it within himself. That's so amazing. So that's Pastor Galileo. <laughs> yeah, word from Pastor Galileo. Um, so Lola. Um, another person who spoke about human was Nicholas of Cusa. Um, he spoke, he wrote a lot about um, Christianity and um, he did a lot of maths as well. And he created the voting system we use today. Amazing. All the did he have a famous expression, anything, that, any word that we can go on? No. Okay. Um, yes, Minister Onyaka. Um, Plato. Plato, Pastor Plato, go on. I picked him because he, to an extent, gave us the blueprint for modern-day politics and government. Yeah. 
um, one notable thing I realized about him was that Socrates was his teacher. Yeah. And then he went on to teach. Pastor, so, so he's a second day, uh, a second generation preacher. Who, um, he then went on to teach Aristotle, who taught Alexander the Great. Third generation preacher. So you see, that's that's a classic example of first gen, second gen, third gen. Right. A quote that I liked from him was, only dead men have seen the end of war. Only dead men have seen the end of war. What a word. And then he also went on to write a book called The Republic, which is basically the foundation for most governments. Word, 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 word. These are words, right? Mike. Um, I just wanted to um, talk about William Shakespeare. Pastor Shakespeare. Part of the English Renaissance. Yes. And I wanted to touch on what you said previously about how um, they put their souls into their work so they live past their body. Yes. I was even when I was in school, I did William Shakespeare. I'm sure a lot of us did it as well. Mm. It just shows goes to show. Wait, wait, wait! It's not confirmed because this is Spat Nation. How many of you did William Shakespeare? <laughs> wow. We're getting we're getting some wow. This is great. So you guys went to school. This is great. Okay, go on, Mike. I was scared that they were just thinking. Uh, go on. He lived on in his work. So yeah. Through his work, he also influenced the way we think about things. Yes. Can't think of anything. Perfect. Very perfect. Is there an expression, a word of his that you want to quote? To be or not to be. To be or not to be. <laughs> What a, what a dead preacher he was. Dead preacher. I would never stay in that church, to be or not to be. You just go home confused, like, to be or not to be, what's going on? Uh, um, how many do we take? One or two more? Two more, and then we, we call it a day. Um, Tofumi. Um, I found a philosopher called Mikael de Montaigne, mm-hmm. and he was an influential writer that actually apparently influenced Shakespeare, and he was known for expressing the hard truths and doubts about his age. Very, very interesting. Any expression? Any word? No. Okay. Um, gifty. He's like, he's one of the first black, black poets that actually started writing in the Harlem Renaissance. And he basically just wrote Harlem. The Harlem the Harlem gave us. <laughs> really? What what was the what was the revival about? Was it cocaine to crack from crack to cocaine or uh, from weed to cocaine? Uh, what did they break into? I'm wondering. Go on though, go on. Um, he basically just wrote. <laughs> his famous poem was actually called Dreams, and he basically wrote about the hopes and dreams of being black American, black British. Interesting. Very interesting. Any 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 expression we should hear from him? No, just dreams. Dreams. Typical black preacher, man. <laughs> Flipping heck. <laughs> Typical black preacher, just dreaming. There's no reality, no nothing, no system creation. Ah! <laughs> That's like Old Kent Road revival for them. Okay. No, we're done. We're done. So the word that we're going to stay on today, First Kings chapter 10. It won't be a leadership class if there's no word. First Kings chapter 10, verse 24. And if you can all read from the NIV, I'll give you two seconds to all get there. 
The first Kings chapter 10, verse 24. I'll give you two seconds to all get there. And then I will read and I expect you to read after me. Okay? Let's go. The whole world sought audience from Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Okay, stop. Very good. Amen, amen. Okay, let's read 24, 25 again, actually. Let's read it again. The whole world sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift, articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons and spices, and horses and mules. Wow. Wow. How many people came to seek Solomon? It said, the whole world sought Solomon. I, I would have thought that the whole world would have come to seek God. Huh? I would have thought that in the place of revival and when God wants to bring man back to himself, God himself will be saying to man, I need you to find me. I want to know why God hides himself in Solomon's temple. Hmm? Do you know about Solomon's temple? The first temple, the first ever temple. Why does God like to hide himself in Solomon's temple. And what is it about Solomon's temple that brings the whole world? Do you want to read that again? All of you, read that again, 24, 25. <laughs> The whole world sought the wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom that God had put in where? I just wish you could understand what the Lord is saying. Solomon's temple. Huh? This temple was so glamorous that the whole world, do you know what it means that it said that they sought after? Do you, do you know what it means by that? The word sought after, can someone quickly go Wikipedia or um, dictionary? Get me the definition of sought. This is a leadership class, yeah? So it's just going to be teaching. This is just teaching time. Yes, sir. Uh, amplified. Uh, is that, you're reading the amplified version. Read the amplified version, Mike. All the earth was seeking the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his mind. Every man brought a gift or tribute 
articles of silver and gold, garments, weapons, spices, horses, and mules. So much year by year. Say that, read it again, oh, Mike, read it again. All the earth was seeking the presence of All the earth was seeking the presence of Solomon. Ah! To hear the words, to hear his wisdom which God had put in him. To hear his wisdom which God had put in his mind. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that I came on Periscope and I began to speak to you about the snake charmer? Yes, And how God sent out men to be as wise as snakes mm -hmm. and as innocent as doves. Yes, and you know from your scripture, those of you who read scripture, you know that the snake is only found in the garden. The snake is first found in the garden. And the garden of Eden is the first place we begin to learn about the presence of God. Mm. Let me extend it so that I don't hit the, the climax too, too easily. So Solomon built this temple and because of the wisdom God had put inside Solomon's heart, the whole world was sought after. Yeah. <laughs> Who has the definition of sought now already? Past and past participle. Past and past participle. Read it like someone who cares, please. Past and past participle of seek. Can you give me the definition of sought, please? Pastor Alex. To go in search of. Look for to go in search of mm -hmm. to try to discover to try to discover to ask for request to ask for request to try to acquire or gain <laughs> to uh, to try to acquire mm -hmm. or gain to make an attempt mm -hmm. to make an attempt to gain to gain mm -hmm. I want you to now understand how will this evangelism and takeover of the world, how will it happen? Because what the scripture is telling us is that for you to take over the world, the world must first want what you have. If the world does not want what you have, then it's a lost battle. What you will find is Islam, which is the false sin if the world does not seek after if the world does not want to acquire <laughs> want to acquire means I am prepared oh, did you hear me I am prepared to pay for what you have and I'm prepared to be wherever you are to purchase this thing mm -hmm. Because if the world does not want to pay for this thing that you have, you will be forced to force it down the throat of the world. Of the world. And I'm telling you that that is not what we do. There is another faith that does that to the point of slaughter. We will go on a jihad. We will slaughter so that you accept what we're giving you. But not in the case of Solomon. In the case of Solomon, the whole earth, the whole world sought after the wisdom of Solomon. 
They traveled from wherever they came from with those things you read there, gold, this, that, 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 because they came to purchase the thing that was in Solomon's heart. Lord, can you bring me to a place where the world is ready to acquire the thing which you have placed in my heart? The thing God placed in your heart is the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon's wisdom is not knowing maths and science. It is knowing the house that God has sent you to. You must know the house. You must know the door. You must know the rooms. The wisdom of Solomon is knowing where to, to, knowing where to send you within his house. Whoa. I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. And I'm just, I'm hoping that I'm speaking to people who are ready to grow in their, in their, in their hearing of the word. Yes, you see, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world is what the Lord gave to man. Yes, the world. Saying to man that I own the earth. But the thing that is on top of the earth is called a world. I have built it on the earth. You can take lease of it. <coughs> if you're in the property business, you understand that there's a difference between a landlord and a tenant. <laughs> this earth, this ground here belongs to the landlord. But in property, most of the time, the building on the land does not belong to the landlord. Mm -hmm. So what the landlord will do is he will give a lease contract to a person. He will say, you can lease this ground for 900 years. Yeah. So when you go into Genesis, you begin to understand why men lived for 999. Those were the first, those men were the first worlds, the first lease contracts that God used to give out. Now, here's a lease contract, Abraham, of 900 years to build a world on the earth. So Abraham must pay because the job of the person who is leasing is you pay the landlord. So Blessed be Abraham, possessor of heaven and earth, because he met the landlord and he paid. Yeah. He paid for a world, and the landlord then decided that because you have paid, you can then have this world, this gold house you see, you can have this house as far as you have paid. So the wisdom of Solomon was that Solomon, having paid for a world, God had given him a word and given him the wisdom to know that this door leads you here, 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 this door leads you here. Then you begin to understand words that Christ will say that in my father's house are many mansions. What the world is looking for is a man who knows how to channel them in all the doors of their house. <coughs> the houses, the worlds that lie on the earth... These worlds that God has given man a leasehold to. And that's why we speak about houses. Because man then became clever. Man said, because our time has been shortened. Because I can no longer live 999 years, I will now make a house. 
and I will bind my life to the lives of my seed so that I can live the 99 year lease of this world. Uh, uh. <laughs> I told you guys, I'm on another level of word now. He said that there is a world that people are looking for. But because man, God doesn't want to contend with man anymore and God shortened the lifespan of man, man became clever enough to say, I will, I will make a house to be able to outlive the time of the lease. That is why you get into the world of finance and the man who bought the lease for that world can still be alive because his seed is alive. So you still have someone to fight. You still have someone to contend with in order to get into the house. Because that house belongs to family members. If you came in as a guest of the house, you will be seated at the reception. You'll be seated at the lobby. You gotta apply for a job. You gotta have a role as a PA or receptionist. If you're seated, if you're not yet a member of the house, you cannot go into the chambers. The, the, the lobby and the, and the reception and the living room look clean and amazing. But you cannot see the, the dirt that is in the bedroom. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Men who purchased a world and still hold the lease to that world. The world of fashion by a man who seemingly looks like a god now. He's called Givenchy. He may not or she may not be alive, but his seed is still around. He made sure that when he purchased that lease, Givenchy must still exist after his body dies 80 years later. He made sure I must always have a man in my place to, to be able to activate that lease. So what happens is when God comes, the landlord comes and says, oh, I heard that my tenant has passed away. And he walks to the house, but then the, another guy opens the door and he goes, are you Javanchi? And that guy goes, yeah. Mm. I thought you died though. No, no, no. It's me. Yeah. And the Lord says, ah, and I have a son to put in here, but this guy is still here. That is what happened when Satan took, he said that Satan took Christ to the top of the mountain and showed him the kingdom. He said, guy, your man, Adam, sold me. He gave me the lease. You know the lease your dad gave him? Your dad gave him a lease of a thousand plus years of world. But I was able to buy the lease from Adam. I bought it and I still hold it. Yeah. My work as Satan is to raise children that I can always hand over the least to. Yeah. And you now, Christ, you are now here. I can now give you a lease to the world. Is that what you want? Do you want a lease? Because the thing is, if you take Satan's offer, you take the lease of the world, but then you're still then a still a tenant, though. The offer that God gave Adam 
was not least offered. God told him, let us rule together. Be my son. Let us have a freehold. Have you heard of free freehold property? It's freehold. We are joint landlords in this thing. Um, Adam, if there is a cost to pray, pay for the earth, let us pay it together. And Adam decided to forsake his share and give it to Satan. So here comes a man called Solomon who then because of the, now listen very carefully to these words now, because his father said, his father, David said, I want to build the temple. I want to rebuild the house that lies on the land of God. But the Lord said to him, you cannot, David, because you spilled too much blood. He said to David that you've paid the price. (laughs) You have paid what it costs to build a world on the land, but you've run out now. It was so expensive. You know why the, 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 the scripture will attribute David to Christ? It's because David and Christ both paid a price for sin. The wars of David, the people he slaughtered, he was paying a price to be able to install a Christ. He was killing and paying, killing and paying blood, much blood, the the ultimate price and currency. He was paying, 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 paying. And when he had purchased the, the amount of money to make a world on the on the earth the lord told him no now you must send christ now you must do what i've done for god so loved the world you must now send solomon so here comes this privileged boy daddy has paid everything the price of sin on a ground daddy has paid it so solomon now sits down on the throne with all manner of wisdom. (laughs) Solomon has sits on the throne with all manner of wisdom. Wisdom being the snake. Yeah? Yeah? So the price it takes to subdue the snake, David has paid the price. David paid the price. He's entered into battle in the garden with the snake. And then he, after subduing the snake, David now rinses all the blood out of the snake and turns the snake into a staff. He gives the rod and the staff to Solomon. And he says to Solomon that now let's begin this house thing. (laughs) Yeah? Let's begin this house thing. David and Solomon, let us now be one. Let's begin this house thing and let's start a long lease. So the Lord now sees what David does and says, Ah, this guy is so wise and powerful. So I will bless you. You will never see another man on your throne. Your house will extend forever. Why? Because you paid the price for your house. Ah, you guys know. So Solomon sits down on the place of power with the rod and the stuff that David has paid for. Mm. Mm. 
all of a sudden David paid for the sin of a world and gave that world to his son. Are you seeing the similitude yes, between him and Christ? Yes. Paid the cost of the world and gave it to his son. And here is Solomon sitting on the throne of this world. Because it's been given to him, he holds all the wisdom of this world. So then, all the men of the earth, because they now realize that overnight, overnight, they realize overnight, they became foreigners. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying a price for a world. Those of you that are told booking, you think getting ready for Nigeria is not having business plan. You begin to sow. Blood, seed, you begin to pay, you're paying a price for a world. Do you understand? You begin now, that's what you're doing in London. You're doing it so that when you get there, all of a sudden, they, the people of that land, will realize that they are foreigners. Nigeria has now come, so they will now be like, ah, who are we then? So then they run to the person who has paid the price, and then they they run, they run, they're scared now. They say, "Hey, hey what do we do? We thought we were citizens here, but we realized that we're actually illegal immigrants. We're illegal. Where do we go? What do we do?" And then you begin to do Solomon. You begin to say, "Hey, left door will lead you to the toilet. Right door will lead you to the kitchen." Da, 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 da. And then you begin to send them to places. Ah! Oh God. Solomon's wisdom. Yeah. <sighs> you ever heard of Airbnb? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Buki then says, I permit you, ex-president, to live in my world. Jesus. But you pay a price for a bedroom. <laughs> you pay a price for a room. I can allow you to exist for four days, four years, 40 years. But you pay the price for the room I'm about to give you. How do men subdue other nations is that you must have something that they want to acquire. So the ex-president says, hey, listen, I'm ready to pay for your services. And Buki understanding that, hey, it's now a services thing. They've come into my world, but they need services. Then she contracts another house called Pastor Sephora. Okay, house of services is take a, a walk straight down the reception and take a left. You will meet the house of services. <laughs> the whole world, the whole earth sought the wisdom of Solomon. They sought the presence of Solomon. So God was then pleased. God was pleased. He knew that he no longer needed to journey into the world because there was already a son in the world. There's always a son in the world. The father of the house owns the land. The son is the keeper of the house. We're going to get that later on. Sons don't own land. Because they're not old enough to. They've not lived long enough to. It's not possible. 
for his son to own the land because the land has existed longest time before him, right? The job of the son is to create a world. What is this wisdom of Solomon? Because we then began to think that Solomon's wisdom is that he knows how to calculate maps. He's very wise in telling you not to kill someone. Those stories of the rulership of Solomon are just parables to the extent of his mind. We, we, We start thinking, oh, this man's wisdom was just this and that, this and that. No. The wisdom of Solomon is the knowledge of world systems. A system is something that runs on the ground. A system runs on the ground. You know systems. System is not in the air, right? System is system. Even in this house, there are systems underneath. So when the Lord told the snake, you will now forever crawl. The beginning of wisdom is the form of the snake. The beginning of wisdom, the form of the snake, the ability to know system. (laughs) The person that the world, the world is so enticed by the snake. There's nothing, the world is not Adam, the world is Eve. She's so enticed by the snake. She's always looking for the snake. They're always looking for the snake. Are you getting getting what I'm saying? The only way for you to take over a profane man, the only way for you to take over a profane man is if you can deceive him. Oh, man. I'm happy that not many people came. And you know, this is why the culture of leadership class, there's never Periscope. We're not sharing this kind of work. Go on SoundCloud maybe 10 years later. When you, Dr. Eugene, when you're ready, don't be too forced. When you're ready, put it on SoundCloud. The, 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 the profane man can only be deceived. You cannot give him a word. It does not work. If so, don't hear word. Huh? Eve, don't hear word. As long as Adam will be talking to this girl, she's not getting nothing. Her own is to be deceived. So Esau is going to be deceived by a snake called Jacob. Esau is going to be walking in the garden like Eve walking in the garden and he's going to meet Jacob as a snake and Jacob is going to say, are you sure that they said that we did this? As far as he's innocent in his heart, he is sent by the Lord. So the Lord says, go out into the world as, as be as wise as the snake and as innocent as the dove because then I know that you will still you will still have the knowledge and wisdom of system and you won't use it to abuse mankind some of you get too self-righteous and you don't know how deception works deception is real and can be done and it should be used it's not lying <laughs> okay read your bible black and white did jacob not deceive someone he deceived somebody the world can only be deceived they don't hear word let me translate that so that um, it doesn't sound too mad for you the word that you give them 
is deceptive. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. It's still truth. It is the truth of the word. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that you don't start becoming carny and da, 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 da. no. It is the truth of the word, but because they don't understand it, it leads them to do something else. Mm-hmm. But do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It is the truth of the word, but the blessing is that they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So when you give it to them, it leads them to do the thing you need them to do. And Eve was journeying the world, looking for wisdom. The presence of Solomon was sought after. The temple of Solomon is the presence of Solomon, meaning the presence of God. For your houses now, for your houses... For your houses, your work is to make sure you grow in the wisdom and power and might of the word. You've got to be able to have that door answered and make sure you are the snake that is able to give the right word. (laughs) When a door is answered and if it's a snake at your door, do you see it? No. You're looking and you don't see nobody. Hey, someone just rang the door. What's going on? Bam, you're inside the system. You're in the system. They don't know. Who, who knocked door? You see, knock and you answer to you. It's true. I knocked. The door was answered. They just did not see me. They don't need to see me. Israel was, is the greatest spy nation. Because of their weakness, they had to major on spy work. <laughs> Did you know that? Yes, sir. If it's hot for you, please, you can raise, open the window. Israel is the greatest spy nation because they are weak. Do you understand? They're not strong. Even to today, you know there's jokes about Jews and stuff that they're not strong people like that. I know because I watch Family Guy. I don't know if you guys watch Family Guy. Family Guy takes the piss out of everybody. So whenever it gets to the Jew time, they they make a guy with orange hair, the pharmacist guy. You know the pharmacist guy in Family Guy? Is he in Yeah? Is it Family Guy he's in? Yeah. 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 And he's got those glasses and he just looks weak. Yeah. But you see their snitch work, their work, their job in intelligence. Because they know that in order for me to subdue and take over, it cannot be by wrestling. I need informations. So the first thing is they slither their way into the bedroom, they get into the bedroom and then go under the bed and be there for years. Hear every conversation of the master in his bedroom, the, the housekeeper, until the perfect night to... Perfect night. The wisdom of Solomon. They journeyed from Egypt to acquire this thing. Mike, if you're going to get to that place where that letter they wrote for you is amazing, but there's still a space for you to occupy in the world where your value in what you do has risen. Mike is now worth 10 million an hour. Mm. 
because of the wisdom that lies inside him, his knowledge of system. And so they're ready to acquire and pay. Tell me something. If this man, born again, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost filled, if this man, if they are paying for his services, 10 million, if nations are paying for his services, who are they paying for? Whose presence are they paying for? Because it's not, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm paying for, the, I need this man. What am I trying to get from him? I'm trying to get something from Michael's heart. There's something, God has hidden something in his heart. We're paying for this thing. They see it as IT and business. But it is word. It is the deception of the word that comes in the form of IT and business. So the snake knows how to talk. What the snake was saying to the woman that day was not, if you eat this fruit. What he was saying to the woman that day is, you share your tithe of this Adam guy. (laughs) (laughs) The work that they gave Adam to do was, Adam, teach Eve about me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Eve. You teach her about me. I'm off. You know me, right? Her jealousy was that, why should you teach me? I want to know him. Mm-hmm. You know that woman thing. <laughs> yeah. Why are you teaching me? I want to know him. So, the snake knowing that you want to be equal with God, right? You want to know God. Because they already know God. Remember, that's what he was saying. You be like God. That can never fall Adam. Because Adam knows I'm like God. It can never fall him. That kind of thing. So I must find the person who don't really believe that. Yeah, go eat free. Go eat free. But the real message he's preaching to her is, now you and Adam can be equal partners. Mm. And the world begins to say, ah, women, we're just looking for women rights. Equal partnership. So you actually believe that you don't have an equal partnership. So that deception, we're going to feed on it for years. The spirit of Eve. We're going to feed on this thing for years and dis- dis- dissolve so many relationships, dissolve many people's futures and careers. The wisdom of the snake is able to give a word in the manner that you're looking for. My brother, don't worry. Our dad wants, you want porridge, Abi? You want porridge, you're hungry. Okay, wait a <laughs> Jacob's intention is, I want the birthright. But here is porridge. You, you know, Jacob never presents it as what it really is. The wisdom of Solomon. I'm Mike. I'm Maria. I'm Debo. Okay. The house of creators is here. We will give you Christ in the form of creative. The only way for them to purchase the thing, the wisdom of God, is for them to be deceived. You said something in your prayer. He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Da, 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 da. Thy rod and thy staff, he, he comforts me. Thy rod and thy staff. A king must have two things to rule with. One must be the rod, the other must be the staff. Yeah. The rod is snake. It is this, it is, it is basically saying, 
I give you what you want, but for a reason. They came to acquire from Solomon. Solomon, we have seen that social media has exploded in your empire. We're hearing of men of God from your empire, Solomon. We're hearing of men of God from your empire through this thing called social media. Solomon, we want social media in our own empire. So Solomon says to them, I only live in the temple. If you go to the castle, you won't see me. I dwell in the temple. So come to the temple. Let's talk. <laughs> come to the presence of Solomon. Come to the presence of Solomon. Solomon is a very wise guy. Don't worry about how they will see a massive cross. He said, no, 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 don't worry. It's my wife. She likes to put up ornaments. <laughs> come, come, come. And then they're walking, walking, and they see people praying, Nika, Nika, Nika. And he said, no, no, no. Don't worry about these people. There's some mad people that she knows these mad people. And it's, all, it's her. She likes to bring in crazy people. And he's leading them in a more, in a more. <laughs> in a more, in a more. And then they begin to see people giving, 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 giving. And they're like, what's going on here, though? Why does this person look like they've lost their mind? Why are they ripping their pockets? He said, now, let me tell you something. My children. I don't know how they've been able to convince people, you know, to do charity. I don't know, but let's walk past these guys. Then they enter into the presence of Solomon, the deep chambers of the word. And then Solomon says, right, let's talk. Don't worry, there's no God here. It's just me, Solomon. <laughs> and then they say, we didn't come here for this... Thing. We're hearing people preaching and people sowing and people praying. We didn't come here for this. He says, you don't need to. It's fine. What did you come for? Social media. Be Okay, let me teach you social media now. Okay, there's something called Twitter. Log on. Uh, create your sign up. <laughs> there's no way you encounter a snake, you will not be bitten. You bring them, you bring them in. That, that temple, the temple of Solomon is the place where all faith existed. Solomon was the guy that began the thing of, hey, who do you sacrifice to? Baal. Oh, you know what? Elijah's long. I can't bring down fire. What you got to do, bring you and your Baal God. Bring him. Fire. Come and pray here. As these people are doing, you can be, roll your mat here. <laughs> You know that Solomon style? Yeah. Solomon's not, he's not Moses. He's not, how ah, strike the guy and water the part. He's only the wisdom that transcends. So he says to the Indian, he says, hey, to the Sikh guy, I want us to get into this car business. But the issue is I'm only free on a Sunday. Okay, Sunday's fine for me. Yeah, Sunday's fine for you. Okay, um, meet me at the atrium at 10 a.m. And, you know, we'll speak at 3 p.m. Why should I come at 10 a.m.? Just come, bro. We'll talk. Then the guy is forced to sit in the presence of word for four hours in the hope of hearing Solomon's wisdom. Do you understand? They, they, they're no longer coming because you're convincing them to change their life. You're saying, hi, I'm Mike. I'm worth 10 million an hour. But huh, if you want my services, 
Meet me in Thursday service, Hinto uh, Barhampton or whatever. The employer, it will Spark Nation will come to a stage. You will see big men in briefcase sitting down uncomfortably. And we'll just walk and say, Ah, this must be one of Michael's headhunter people. Yeah. They're just here for this guy. And we just walk past, we just know who's for who. Yeah. Just see one funny, skinny lady coming with scarf all over her head. We know, okay, this is one of the creative people. They're looking for a creative. And trinklet skull, skull and bones, you know how they dress. <laughs> when you see her and she's trying to pretend to worship, we'll say, ah. Hey, who brought you here? Sarah, right? Sandra. Ah, it's okay. You're, it's fine. Praise God. I just need to speak to Sandra, and here's the only place that I can hear from her. The wisdom of Solomon. The whole world. Let's read that scripture again. First Kings chapter 10, so that we don't deviate from that scripture. First Kings chapter 10, verse 24. Pastor Elia. You can lead the, the reading. The whole world. Go on, guys. So let's follow Pastor Elia. The whole world sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Hmm. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift, articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons, and spices, oh my days, Matuzalia Monday. Year after year. Uh, did it say day after day? Oh, what a life to live that year after year. Year after year means every day of the year you're just getting gifts. What a guy. Solomon never celebrated birthday. All you guys are celebrating birthday. You're, you're just letting us know that you can only afford prosperity in one day. Solomon didn't know his year of birth anymore. <laughs> He didn't know his year of birth anymore because every day was celebration. People will come, come to buy. Devil telling me, oh, uh, Financial Times wants to release me. Yeah, you got to grow more in the word. Wherever you go now, you must attach to someone with word. That's what you need to go because it's that wisdom they want. Nobody can dare remove someone who has wisdom. They're looking for you. That's what they should be doing. Nobody's got the boldness to do that. Uh, Metropolitan Police is chasing Pastor Toby down like they can't let this man sleep. How can you be calling a man in the night, midnight? Police that we believe at night, okay, that's it. Let them just be doing their activities on road. Headquarters is still calling. Waking a man up from sleep. Sir, there is something in your heart we need to know. We We are ready to purchase this thing. If you've not yet reached the place where your industry is is seeking you out, then your level of word is still very, very low. You have not yet. I'm calling you now into deeper waters, false leaders. I'm calling you into deeper deeper waters. Devil, you, you can share with them later on what I said to you in my sleep. In my sleep, the guy got so scared and confused because he was like, I, I want to ask a question, but the guy's sleeping. This is weird. <laughs> How's he talking to me and he's asleep? <laughs> you know, when you get to a level of word where even your outpouring is wisdom, mm-hmm. you just sleep, but your spirit is still talking to the people around you. Yeah. I got that from my dad. 
it, it, I am sought after in my place of work. The manager, Pastor Lee told me, the managers just want to see me. They've been hearing of me. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's good. Because now I've been spending time with you every morning, giving you word every hour. I'm giving you, give. So now you're feeling, you're feeling, you're feeling. I need you to feel more to the place where they can't control themselves. They're just thinking, it's going to be a very dark day if this hospital loses this pharmacist. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Then they begin to buy your love. I'm ready to pay. I need, I'm ready to pay for you to remain. Here's gold. Here's this. I'm ready to pay for you to remain. We want to know what God has put in your heart. What is the thing? Oh. He's speaking about systems. The system, the snake knows system. Laddie, there's something is missing from this realm of football. That's why there's, there's still very little young, talented boys that are making it in that system. But there's a form you're missing. There's a form of word you're missing because Christ said, I am sending you out as a snake and a dove. I'm sending you out because you know system. And you have the Spirit of God. So it is safe to send you out into the world. You will not drown in their system. You create a new order. You will leave a trail behind you, like the snake leaves a trail. You just see this, its body, the movement of the snake. You see its trail. Ah! <clears throat> Have they started to reform and change things in your world because of you? I want to meet an administrator that can admin to the point where the company says, from now on, because of what Maria the Silver has done, the whole company from here to China, this is how we do this thing. It's not fake. It happened to me. I entered the trading world at 21. The day I did trading report for them, the day I did trading report, I was, a, I was an oil and gas trader, yeah, at the oil and gas hedge fund. The day, the first day I did trading report for them, the guy, the, the director called all the senior directors and said, right, this is the trading report of this, uh, the guy sitting across over there, um, on you, but this is now the template for the trading report from here to Indonesia. So I had to spend overnight. They, they forced me to stay behind and I began to create the training report for everybody. I had to call Indonesia because I had to stay overnight because Indonesia is a different time frame. I had to stay overnight and teach Indonesia how to do a training report, how to do a balance sheet, how to record their PL. I had to change everything. I was 21. You just know when there's a wisdom given to you in a world, in a house, you know that's your house, you know. Because they must come to you. It's not like a, ah, this is not a forced thing. Yeah, we're, we're at war, we're fighting, but we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is easy. It's decent, just deceive, give word. <laughs> give them word. Ah, evil, evil fall all the time. Eve will fall all the time. She can never pass this thing. As far as you're a snake, huh? if you meet her and you give her the word, 
year by year. Every other revival that has existed has always had an end. The Renaissance came to an end. The French Revolution came to an end. Huh? He's thinking of all these revivals that have come to an end because wisdom ran out. Hmm? Do you know what I mean by wisdom ran out? They allowed the snake to come back alive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The snake, the craving, the worm that is inside them, they allowed it to reappear again. Mm -hmm. How does the snake reappear? How does the craving reappear and take advantage of you? Because it's a worm. Do you remember when Pastor Lee preached about that? It's a worm, but the English translation of worm was trying to say snake. So what happens to worm when it rains? Mm. What happens when it rains? They come to the surface. Mm. They come alive, right? They come to the surface. Okay. So it means that if I don't bring, if it is a danger for me to take in word to the point where it's not enough to drown. If I bring word into my life, all word will do is make some things come alive. Have you ever finished church and sin is just pumping inside you, saying, let's do this thing now? Yeah, because rain has fallen. Your job now is to just increase the flow of the water to wash this thing away because it's a danger to you if you're not taking in enough water. Those of you who are struggling with certain things is, is that you've not been able to flush it out. You're, you're just making it come to the surface. The first work in the church when you begin to see, that's, that's why I said don't, don't come against people who are weak, don't, people who are suffering, people who are still fighting certain things because they're just not strong enough to drown. <laughs> they're not they take in word to the place of allowing the thing that's buried inside them the craving to come out then you will be seen it and say ah this person is bad <laughs> they're meant to flush the thing out struggle so these renaissance these revivals they ended when the, the tap closed the tap the preachers the people who were giving word in their time the philosophers that's why I gave you this homework the men who were giving I was, I was how do I take my that Brixton how do I take that Brixton and he came with the right answer and I was happy that he did my guy you've got to pump that ground with word you, you're missing from that ground man you're missing from that ground. So if you're missing from that ground, when you turn up, because the worms have come up again, they're going to flog you. You want to take a ground. It's a case of swarming that ground with water. You're just... just <laughs> again, I prayed a prayer with you guys during the post service. And I shared with you guys a prayer from my closet, what I've been praying and crying on. I said to you, Lord, let my heart be large enough that my tears can drown my world. If you send me into the finance, the gold world, the Bitcoin world, if you send me there, let me have enough water in my heart from the tears of prayer in this world to be able to wipe them out, wipe out their system. To be able to flush out the snake, the worm, 
that lives there. So Jacob is a worm. Are you hearing me, leaders? Yes, sir. Don't sleep on me now. Is this too much word for you? No, sir. Huh? No, sir. Let me wipe out this world that needs so much help, but it cannot be helped because there's already a system in place. That system needs to be flushed out. The whole world was attracted to Solomon. The whole world. They sought after. I need those definitions again. They were ready to acquire. You know that's why that's why Nigeria is so dangerous because people go there to sell something. Mm-hmm. When you're getting into a foreign world, you're supposed to buy that world mm-hmm. so that they will come to buy from you. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I'm too dangerous right now. And now so I remember Joseph and how he started a new order in Egypt. He first needed famine to flush out. He needed famine to flush out a first world in Egypt. And then when he's flushed out, when the famine has gotten rid of all those who's... You know what famine will do? Famine, meaning that those who are the traders and the economists of the time, who say, okay, grain should be this much and this, 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 because famine has come and there's no business. They're irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? They're, irre- oh, they're irrelevant. So it's like mm. they're no longer needed. Mm. But now that they're no longer needed and they're irrelevant, a new system is needed. Yes. So if a new system is needed, <laughs> I need a man who can draft a system. Mm-hmm. But he has to have known of the previous system. I just love the word because the word then begins to tell me that if I'm not able to withstand famine and wilderness, I can never create something. The job of famine and wilderness is to kill those who don't belong in the time of your ruling. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you are supposed to rule and take over, if there is food and plenty, your enemy will be eating and feasting and getting strong. But if you have a resilience inside you, you will say to the Lord, let the earth not have rain for three years because you know three years is all you need to kill those who will oppose your ruling. You ever fought a man that is not eating, has done 20 day fast? You just do like this. (laughs) He's he's not not a strong man. He's starved. A siege has been placed around his temple. A siege has been placed around his temple. No more supplies can enter into his temple. Huh? You know that your body is a temple. So the church of Solomon is you and I. So that's why Jesus threatened them and said, hey, tear down this temple. Tear it down. I'll rebuild it in three days. Telling them that 
I am the temple of Solomon now. Forget the brick and the mortar. I have paid the price that David the price that David paid, that blood price. How do I buy something? I have to look at what the previous person paid to know its value. David has paid blood for his son to build a temple, so it's only blood that can buy that temple. But the blood that David has spilled cannot compare to the blood of an innocent man. So Christ comes and says, listen, tear this thing down, tear this thing down. I'm coming to build a better one. Three days. Let me go down into the world and come back from this earth and establish a better house. Three days, that's all I need. So I told one of your sisters, you're having a meeting with Island Records. Who the hell is Island Records? Is it Island Records? Who is that? Go and have fun in the meeting. <laughs> have fun. Let them know that, guys, if you're in a famine, <laughs> I want you to know that I'm not hungry. Okay? I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat your food. Um, but I get it. You're starving. You're hungry. So you want to eat me, right? No. We're not going to feast on me. We're going to outlast this famine. If it takes three years, it's going to take three years. Do you understand what I'm saying? If it takes three years, I walk back into that industry three years later, and they're all licking my toes. They're starving. And I'm coming back with food. If the Lord tells me, Oni, wait six years, follow Pastor Toby, wait six years, seven years, and I will give you your mountain. I will give you your world. I'm going to wait six years. I've been driving car. I picked up that. There's nothing I've not done in six years of following Pastor Toby. Nothing. I've built a resilience. You know, you know what makes me so scary now in business? I've built a resilience for famine that when they're talking big numbers and they're expecting me to go, oh, I'm just looking at them like, guy, I've, I've lived on 10 pound, me and the whole Tom's family. Yeah. And we're looking at each other like, how is going to pay for venue? I've, I've, I've sustained six years of, of driving a Range Rover with 60 p in my account. <laughs> and not knowing when is petrol money going to come and it just turns up. When is the, just, so I'm the last guy you can fight, my friend. I'm, I'm ready. If we say let's go to war now, I'm ready for zero pound. I'm ready to tear you and fight you to the place where there's nothing left. I'm ready. <laughs> the worst man to fight is the man who's, who you put a knife to his mom's neck and he's looking at you like, and then looks at my mom, are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, and mom goes, son, I knew you were going to ask that question. So I prepared everything, I'm ready. I said, are your cuts? And just walk out of the room. <laughs> the guy's just going to go, ah, oh, man, and dash the knife and think, what animal is this? Ready, ready to take a word. You must have that kind of resilience. Some of you are too impatient. You're like Esau. You want food. I want to eat. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You cannot re- resist the temptation of food to be able to kill a generation. Listen, I'm ready. I said to the Lord, listen, Lord, I'm ready. If it's five years of walking in the wilderness, let those who are not meant to be with me, let them die out in the wilderness. When God is saying, hey, those under 25, 
will be killed and da 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 da. I'm looking at God like, hey, listen, I'm I'm with Moses, man. I don't know about these guys. <laughs> All right. Who are 25 people? Uh, just prepare yourself. You know, you know those ones where you're just you'll say is minus me. <laughs> minus me, Lord. <laughs> Mike, you've got to become resilient now. No contract can phase you. It will make you they will think this person is crazy. It will make you very tough. Very tough. And investors messages me and goes, we've entered into a business. Imagine, a business. Business are meant to prosper or fail, Abby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the one we did fail, what's, my, what's, what's, what's doing you? Ah, I'm going to call the court. Do you know what I replied? I said, when do I expect your solicitor's letter? <laughs> when they got that reply, they thought, ah, oh, damn. What kind of madman is this? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that, sir. Uh, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, hey, human being has come. Let's come. Let us talk about it. Hey, tell me your solicitor. So this is going to contact you for what? Was it three million? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, go. Let them write the letter. I'm looking forward to it. Let it come. Let it come. And on that note, they said, oh, sorry, man. Let's talk, sir. Mm-hmm. Better behave yourself, you wild animal. <laughs> nothing, nothing can take you because you you fill yourself with a resilience. You know why I have to be grown like that? Because if I'm going to enter the realm of 30 million, 30 million debts will come. Yeah. Do you understand? That level debt must come. What would I do if I'm not ready and strong? You're just going to see Pastor all swimming floating on this pool. Uh, <laughs> he, has, he has killed himself. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, um, Pastor Toby said he's, he's coming on Periscope now and he wants everybody to come on to Periscope. So I think, what time is it now, guys? Oh. Is it not all my days? I'm just saying this now. Okay, so let me just bring us to a place of rounding up for day one of leadership class. Be prepared to wrestle for your world and pay the price. David paid the price of blood for his son. But the son is not like your child. It's inside you. That's why it says, I I travail in prayer till Christ. So the person I'm seeing now, this is David, but there's a Christ, there's a a Michael Christ living inside. Now you've got to pay a price for that guy. So that when that guy comes, he's in the place of rulership. He's ready. You got to be. You got to be ready, Michael. You got to say, "Hey, listen, I'm putting. I'm paying 10k for for this price. I've started working on people like Pasadena now. I want to raise new level of seed sowers, people who are ready to buy a world, and I'm going to be putting pressure on them. Pressure. A lot of because that's what it costs. And now, now the kind of instructions I give those who I raise in that realm is send money here. There's an account. Send money here. Here's an account. I give them that kind of pressure. You know what? They cannot never ask me, sir, where is it going to? <laughs> I get into a conversation with a man at the office and I'm almost in tears. 32-year-old man, homeless. And I'm crying because he's like my, my, my age mate. And look at what he's in. I'm thinking, Lord, look at the house you've given me and another person my age is, is homeless. I'm working for me. I'm almost in a place of tears. I had to walk around the office to cool down. Because I was like, what is this? 
just message Aliyah quickly. Listen, in the morning, make sure you send this amount of money there. And then you just message me back straight away. Thank you, sir. I've sorted out my accommodation. Da, 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 da. The price we have to pay for a world, you're going to have to be very radical people. Do you understand me? Yes, because they've got to know that Michael's life is not a case of money for pleasure. He's a wild man. 10 million lands in his account. And most likely a week later, is not there. And he's smiling and looking at you. He's ready for whatever. That, that's a very scary guy. That's where you now get people like ISIS. <laughs> Listen, don't go to war with a man that you don't pay to fight. American army is paid. They earn 40k a year, 50k a year. Their general is 100k a year. Huh? If I come to the general and say, oh boy, I don't want you to fight today, here's 200k, he'll walk away. Mm. You want to fight a man that they're not paying one pound. <laughs> you got to ask yourself what is making him fight because the day he meets you in battle and you're both looking at each other your own is money you don't know what his own is so, <laughs> so you can't now at the place of choking you can't be like I've got one in my pouch <laughs> it's not going to work <laughs> Do you get, he will even choke you more because he's like oh <laughs> huh? The kind of soldiers this world is looking for out of the out of God's army. Say Aliyah now I'm I'm bleeding and I've picked a few other people. I'm bleeding um ownership out of them. Bleeding it out of them. You see, Nigeria is that's what they feed. So you got you have to bleed that thing out because the first thing is chief is gonna turn up with a case of money. And if you if if, if you yeah. If you're not used to farming, you're gone. Do you know how easy it is to sell your soul and your life for money? It's very easy. It's just a night. Spend a night with Chief, you get 30 million. And hey, it's fine. Nobody needs to know. I can even sell the 30 million. You can tell yourself that. I'll bring it to the church and see. But you sold your soul, your destiny. You sold it. You just noticed that things are not working out. Huh? Day one, Solomon's Temple, leadership class. And I want you guys, when Pastor Eugene is able to upload it, I want you to sink in these words because it is a new army I want to create by God's grace in post leadership. I'm looking for radicals. That is what this house will be known as. These guys are flipping crazy. Okay? Paul's family is our house. This family's house is finance and economics. Yeah, as the leader of the house, that is our place. Of course, some of you will be crafting, and uh, or some of you will be different. But the main oil on this house is money. Simple. You start to see that when you grow more into the leader uh, movement, you start to see that you you you're prospering more. But it's not prospering that you should now enjoy more. Do you get? Because my listen, as things others knows how all the boys know how we live. As it comes, it goes. You've got to build yourself to have that system, that mechanism inside you that I just know is going to re- come. I, I've got enough birds outside for it to come back. I have no fear over any industry leader. Someone sat down in my office, they sent another gold person to me. I think I'm traveling on, on Sunday. They sent another gold guy to me yesterday. Oh yeah, I, I trade 800 million worth of gold. I'm just looking at him like, my guy, 
I'm I'm trading 50k and I'm very I'm very fine. Your 800k is nowhere near enticing me at all. But then I told him, but but if you take your 800 million and you bring it to Pastor Toby, then we can talk. Are you ready for that? Then he deviated the subject. I said, ah man, you're not ready. I don't want your 800 million. Then what? So what? I, what do I then do with it? What about this? You just see me swinging on the tree. What would I be left to do? It's true, you know. You know when you have money and there's no agenda anymore, you just start doing things. Then there'll be there'll be a zoo here. You see me rolling with tigers. Then I'll come in. I'll wear one funny dress because I'll be like, you know, this is fifty thousand. You know, you just have to spend now. Oh, Pio, why are you not wearing skirts? It's fifty thousand. <laughs> you know, it becomes mad. Never, never. So my place, my prayer, my private places, I need to expand this heart. If I can love more people, I can buy more allocation of wealth. Lord, now I love Debo more. I love Michael more. I love Sam more. I buy more allocations. Lord says, okay, right. This one is worth this much. This one goes. So here, take, take, take. If I don't, if I cannot increase that heart capacity. Do you understand? Selflessness is your key to the vault of heaven. Selfless, remove yourself, start adding people. Then God says, ah, yeah, this creative needs more because now her heart has... Okay, send more for her to distribute. Okay. Okay, guys. It's been a a very amazing few hours in the Word. Um, Again, we started our series on the house of man, um, leadership class 2019. And I expect all of you now to have a fervent thirst for the word. It is your key. It is your key. It is your key to this world. I've told Bookie, I've told those of you who want to be traveling, you want to be more responsible in traveling for this nation, then you must make sure there is no self involved, please. Because there's many who have traveled and they've not returned. (laughs) 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 Oh, we're looking for the lost city of Atlantis. They've gone. (laughs) They've gone, and I know some of them, Lancaster House, and then when you now meet them years later, they look destroyed and battered, and you say, ah, what happened? We thought you found a paradise where you went, because you didn't return. They said, no, we failed, but we were too ashamed to come back. Cannot be. It must be a nation thing. It must be a nation thing. There must be radicals birthed out of this word. Huh? Charlie, you hearing me? A radicalness, serious radicalness. I want pharmacists, doctors of pharmacy, that they consult when new drugs must come into this country. That is what I want. Engineers, proper engineers that sit down with Rolls Royce and say, listen, this is not the emission level for this kind of vehicle. Send it back to the factory. It cannot come out. Radicals. People that if an ex-president wants to book a meeting saying, hey, we're about to create this plane. We need the technology for this plane to be sorted out. And Mike is saying to him, right, I haven't got much time for you because I'm in Thursday service. But meet me after the service or during the service. I don't mind. You then, it then becomes casual for you to meet men of the world because you have the wisdom they're seeking for. That wisdom is called Christ. But if you present him as the lion of the tribe of Judah, they will be scared. They will run away. You must present him as IT, finance, um, um, 
tailor him. You must present him. You understand? He's formless. You must present him. You must present him. You cannot present him as an artist wearing underwear. It don't make sense. You present him as this is what Christ would look like in this time for these people. He's going to look trendy. Of course, 100 billion percent. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Uh, this is God's word for us. And um, let's just rise up and, and share a prayer as we end day one of Leadership Class. Tune into Periscope.